0: As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Bismillah rahman rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. As-salatu wa s ashrafil mursaleen. Nabiyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Respected brothers brothers and sisters viewing Uh, from their homes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is our creator and the creator of everything in this universe the one who has the ultimate knowledge wisdom and power Has established a rule, and that is one cannot attain happiness, true happiness, and true success without his worship. The condition, the only condition, the only condition for success and happiness is belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And establishing a connection with him and this is what Allah has given us total control over and in order for us to fulfill this duty and this responsibility and to achieve this goal Allah has given us everything that we have our lifespan our bodies our minds our hearing our seeing our ability to uh, walk and move our wealth our families all of these all these are tools that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us in order to fulfill our purpose so they cannot be a true happiness and a true success in this life and in the hereafter without what without worship of Allah. That is our purpose. And the greatest form of worship and the most important one is what? Salah. And the purpose of salah is what we agree that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not in need of our salah. Right? Whether we pray, we don't pray, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it does not impact Allah in any way, in a positive way or negative way. So what is the purpose of the Salah? Why do we pray? To connect with Allah, to remember Allah. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala <coughs> commanded Musa salam and he said in Surah Taha, وَأَقِمِ الصَّلَاةَ Establish Salah for my remembrance. The reason we need to remind ourselves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and of Akhirah, of Judgment, of Paradise, of Hellfire, of the unseen, is that we are caught up in this materialistic world, right, where there is cause, effect. And these things that we are witnessing, we are engaging in, we are experiencing, Tend to do what? They make us forget about a reality that is to come, and that is the reality of Akhirah, where we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and where we are going to be judged for our deeds, our choices, our actions. So this salah is. The link between a servant and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And without salah, there can be no success, not in this world and not in the hereafter. There can be no contentment, not in this world, not in the hereafter. There can be no peace of mind, not here and not in the hereafter. There can be no physical comfort, not in this world and not in the hereafter. and since this is perhaps you know the last opportunity to speak to our youth but it's also important for us as adults that we make Rasulullah said as Salatu (laughs) khayru mawdu'ah the best engagement the best thing you can engage yourself in is Salah it holds This great importance because it is communication of the creation of the servant with the creator and the master who is in total control of this creation, who is in total control of the future, the benefit, the harm, the success, the failure of the creation. To show its importance, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it. The first commandment that was revealed to Rasulullah. Sallallahu wa After Iman, the first thing that Rasulullah sallallahu wa and Sahaba were commanded to do in form of worship, it is Salah. All the ibadat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded Rasulullah sallallahu wa sallam, he'd send Jibril with verses of the Quran commanding him to establish zakah, to establish the fast of Ramadan, likewise for Hajj but with salah we know that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala invited rasulullah through the seven heavens and beyond until he reached sidratul muntaha where no creation of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ever reached or stood and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gifted rasulullah with, with salah this is the beginning of the mission of rasulullah sallam the first command after Iman and belief is what? Establishing Salah. As Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is leaving this world he says what? What is his advice? As-salatu wa ma malakat aymanukum He reminds us of the importance of Salah. The last communal action that Rasulullah did with Sahaba was to offer Salah so we know that Rasulullah informs us that this Salah is the central pillar of deen the one who establishes Salah as it is required will be able to establish the rest of the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is not possible for a person to establish salah as commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then they will fail in fulfilling the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all aspects of their lives and it is impossible for one who fails in this great duty of salah to fulfill any other responsibility to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their life. Due to its importance, Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala commanded Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam to remain steadfast on Salah himself and to do what? To ensure that his family members are also establishing salah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Command your household, your family to establish salah. عليها, and you remain steadfast on it yourself. In relation to Sayyidina Ismail, السلام, when Allah praised Ismail, he said what? He said, uh, وَذْكُرْ فِي الْكِتَابِ إسماعيل, Mentioned in the book Ismail in Surat Maryam. In listing some of the names of Anbiya, Allah mentions Ismail. إِنَّهُ kana صِدِّيقًا نَبِيًّا He was a Siddiq, a person of true faith and a messenger. وك- in praising him, Allah says, وَكَانَ يَأْمُرُ أَهْلَهُ بِالصَّلَاةِ وَالزَّكَةِ وَكَانَ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِ مَرْضِيًّا Allah praises Ismail for doing what? For commanding his house or his family members to establish salah and to establish zakah. Physical worship, worship relating to your engaging your physical body, and zakah, worship relating to your wealth. Wa Rabbihi mardiya, and he was praiseworthy. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was pleased with him due to this enjoining of Salah. Ibrahim alaihi salam who is the father of Anbiya who has been named as Khalilullah, Khalilul Rahman. He is the intimate friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has left his praise until the day of qiyama in every salah we say what allahumma salli ala muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammad, kama sallaita ala ibrahim wa ala ali ibrahim wa ala muhammadin wa ala ali muhammadin kama barakta ala ibrahim wa ala ali ibrahim fi alamin innaka hamid majid every believer remembers ibrahim alayhisalam in their every salah according to uh, some ulama imam ahmad the salah on Rasulullah in the last tashahud after the last tashahud is wajib, which means your salah becomes invalid if you have not done it. Although it is regarded sunnah in the rest of the madahib. But to show the importance of sending salutation upon Rasulullah, sallallahu wa sallam, but in that salutation, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have said, okay, just make salutation on Rasulullah and we could just end our salah with Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Or salli wa ala Sayyidina Muhammad and that's it, you finish that. No. There is a specific formula. Where we do what? We praise and send salutation upon Rasulullah Salaam, and we remember Ibrahim alayhi salam. In our manasik of Hajj, we remember Ibrahim alayhi salam. Ibrahim alayhi salam, when he left Hajar and Ismail in Mecca. He said that that I have left my family to dwell and to live in زرع, in a valley where there is no growth, no vegetation, meaning there is nothing to eat. المحرم, by your sacred home. So you know, what do you ask for a person who's uh, left in a land with that has no water, no vegetation, no people. You ask for what? You ask for f- first their security. Then you ask that Allah provides them with food and drink. And then companionship because these are all essential things in your life without which you can't live. The first thing he says رَبَّنَا إِنِّي أَسْكَنْتُ مِنْ ذُرِّيَتِي بِوَادٍ غَيْرِ ذِي زَرْعٍ عِنْدَ بَيْتِكَ الْمُحَرَّمِ Ya Allah, you have commanded me and I have left my wife and my child at your command not understanding why I'm doing it. You have commanded and I have fulfilled. But I have left them in a land where there is nothing to eat. No water, no security. رَبَّنَا لِيُقِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ oh Allah, allow them to establish salah. Why? Because if one establishes salah, we said what? They will gain the way Allah commands. They will have success in this world and in the hereafter. Happiness in this world and in the hereafter contentment in this world and in the hereafter, provision in this world and in the hereafter. It is not possible that a person establishes the command of Allah, that is salah, and that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala will let that person go without rizq, or without security, or without comfort and contentment of the heart and mind. So the first thing he asks of Allah, he says, Rabbana li uqeemu salah. Oh Allah, make them establish salah. Rabbana li uqeemu Then he asks that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends them a group of people who will, uh, through which they will, they, they will benefit. And this is eventually what happened that Hajar and Ismail السلام, were in Mecca, in a land where there was no people and a, a, a Uh, sort of uh, caravan or a group of people who were uh, travelers uh, came by and when they found that there was water the water of Zamzam they asked Hajar and said can we remain here and benefit from this water and she agreed and the population of Mecca began through this so his first dua his first dua was what this Rabbana li yuqimus salah Allow them to what? Make them from those who establish salah. This is companionship. Let people come to them so that they don't remain on their own. And then provide for them fruit in order for them to be thankful and grateful. Then he says, Rabbana inna ta'lamu ma nukhfi wa ma nu'alin. O Allah, truly, you know that which we conceal, we hide, nukhfi wa and that which we reveal, we openly do. Wa ma Allahi min shayin fil ardi wa la fil sama. Nothing is concealed or hidden from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the heavens or the earth. This is the what? The dependence on Allah. Then he says, Alhamdulillah, all praise is to Allah who granted me in my old age the gift of Ismail as a firstborn and Ishaq as a secondborn. Verily, my Lord is what answers prayers. That throughout his life he's praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah granted him what he asked for. Then he's going to conclude his supplication. So, first, he makes a statement saying that ya Allah I have left them in this land at your command no companionship no food no water no security I ask you to make them from those who establish salah give them companionship provide for them he praises Allah Subhanahu wa Taala for the gift of Ismail and Ishaq verily my lord is what answers the prayers and then he prays again in conclusion he says, Rabbi Jalni Muqeema Salati Wamin Duriyati. O Allah, make me from those who establish prayer. Establish prayer as you want, as you command. Wamin Duriyati. And from my progeny. Rabbi Jalni Muqeema Salati Wamin Duriyati. Rabbana Wataqabbal Dua. O Allah, accept my prayer. رَبَّنَ اغْفِرْ لِي وَلِوَالِدَيَّ وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ يَوْمَ يَقُومُ الْحِسَابِ Oh Allah, forgive me, my parents and the believers, all the believers, he included. And this is, this is the, 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 the beauty of the character of Anbiya Ibrahim is making dua for himself, for his family, for his parents, and then Including all of the believers until the day of Qiyamah, from Adam until the day of Qiyamah, all believers, he asks Allah to forgive all. Nuh alayhi salam, the same dua at the end of Surat Nuh, Rabbi liwalidayya wali liman walimandakhala baytiya mu'minan, walil mu'minina wal mu'minat. Oh Allah, forgive me. And those who enter my home, meaning who have accepted Islam. My parents and Walil Mu'mine Rab Believing men and believing women. So look at how since Ibrahim alayhi made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for salah. To be established in his life, in the life of his immediate family, and in the life of his progeny. And he sought forgiveness for all believers on the day of Qiyamah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala included his name in the salah until the day of Qiyamah. So it is not a something to be taken lightly. So this was Ibrahim. Then we said, Ismail, salam, Allah praised him for commanding his family members to establish salah. Then we said that Rasulullah Sallallahu is commanded by Allah, as was the doing of Ibrahim and Ismail. To do what? To teach his family members to establish salah. So our role as parents and guardians nurturing the our children and wanting for them success and happiness they say that only two people seek in in the world will seek to benefit you more than they benefit themselves and they want of you to reach a point that is beyond the point they have reached number one is what your parents and they will never be jealous of your accomplishment in life if anything they're happy for you number two they say your teacher this has to be a (laughs) a sincere teacher right they are happy when they see that their students have have excelled So this this disposition that Allah has placed, this Rahmah and mercy, that we want what is good for our children, is what drives us in educating them, ensuring they get the right education, ensuring that they strive to uh, uh, to, to, to have good character, right? We teach them uh, the matters of this world all of this to ensure what? That they have a better life than, than we do. And for them to be successful and to have contentment and happiness. But all our efforts will go in vain if we do not teach them to establish this connection with Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is salah. All your efforts go in vain. And they will only see the importance of Salah not only through our uh, command and our telling them, but rather how we lead our lives. How much importance do we give to Salah? This is the importance that they will give. For those who are offering Salah, we all know our problem is that salah is what it has the ulama say that it it has turned into a عادة. just routine action something that we have become accustomed to you know come fajr you wake up make wudu pray salah dhuhr, likewise asr, likewise maghrib likewise aisha likewise you prayed for 10 years nothing has changed in your life the connection with allah has not strengthened it's not preventing you from committing sin. It is not motivating you to follow the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the way of Rasulullah <laughs> Where salah is supposed to be what? It is a daily practice to do to fulfill and live life according to the command of Allah and the sunnah of Rasulullah <laughs> You have no other way of establishing salah except Command of Allah and Sunnah of Rasulullah From the moment, the way you face, what you wear, where you pray, how you wash yourself before prayer, what you say, how you bow, how you prostrate, where you look, all of it is what? Constrained by the command of Allah and the Sunnah of Rasulullah And Allah has made it a way of remembering him, but also a way of us practicing to live our life according to the command of Allah and the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu <laughs> Alaihi outside of Salah and this is the reason the famous hadith a person who had become uh, you know a new Muslim and he had the habit of stealing and he would steal he continued stealing so Sahaba came to Rasulullah and said Ya Rasulullah this person is you know he's Muslim and but he's still stealing so Rasulullah said does he pray he said yes Said soon his salah will stop him from why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guaranteed. Look, he guarantees success with salah. Those who concentrate in their prayer are successful. Whether poor, wealthy, young, old, male, female. Educated, not so educated. Holds a standing in society, doesn't have a standing in society. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made the only condition for success is what? Salah. So it guarantees success. It guarantees comfort and content of the heart. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَلَا بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ تَثْمَئِنُّ The remembrance of Allah brings what? Peace and contentment to the heart. And the greatest remembrance is Salah. Anywhere Allah mentions Dhikr in the Quran, in general terms, it means Salah. Because Salah is the greatest Dhikr of Allah. It includes what? Actions of Dhikr. It includes intention. It includes recitation of the Quran. It includes... Uh, uh, adhkar such as Subhan Rabbi al-Azim, Subhan Rabbi al-A'la, praising Allah, Sami Allah, and Man Rabbana, Wa It includes istighfar, seeking forgiveness from Allah. It includes sending salutation upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. It includes the praise of Allah, Subhan Rabbi al-A'la, Subhan Rabbi al-Azim. It includes du'a because you make du'a in salah. Uh, such as min uh, al uh, so all of the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in salah so it in- Allah guarantees what contentment success and contentment of of the heart then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guarantees rizq provision which is what one of the greatest concerns of mankind two things every human being that is going out whether in the morning or in the evening whether they're going to do legitimate work or they're doing fraud whatever they are doing they have two concerns in life they come out from their homes and they're dwelling for two reasons number one is what to be successful and number two to seek provision yeah animals are in the same they come out in the morning for what? For provision. This is the two needs of every human being. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guarantees both of them with salah. He, in, in relation to success, He says, And in relation to what? Rizq, He says, alayha." لَا نَحْنُ نَرْزُقُكَ You establish salah, your family members, we will provide for you. We do not ask you to provide for us. Allah says, you do not need to work for me. I will provide for you. The same theme. I have created ins and jinn for my worship, only for my worship. The greatest form of worship we said is? Salah. It is so important that there is no exemptions in Salah except for the woman in her cycle. And this is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not want to overburden her and because... It is something that is done on a regular basis. So although she will miss you know, 7, 8, 10 days of Salah during this cycle, she will continue to offer Salah. Right? The one who is traveling has to pray. Allah has allowed that person to shorten the prayer. In some way, have to combine the prayer. But they have to pray. The person who is out in the state of war, defending the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and defending their land and their wealth and their honor, that person has to offer Salah. The person who is sick has to offer Salah. The one who is disabled, you're not able to get out from your bed. There is a way to offer Salah. You can't make wudu, you offer Salah. You don't have clothing, you offer Salah. There is no circumstance, other, as we said, as a, other than the woman in her cycle that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given an exempt, exemption. Other than that, there is no exemption when it comes to salah. Everything else, you can be exempt from fasting. You can be exempt from zakah. You can be exempt from hajj. You don't have a family, you're exempt from the responsibilities of a family. You are wealthy, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you rizq. Without you working, you're exempt from working. Right? Salah, you're not exempt from regardless of your situation so we need to ensure that we give it the importance that Allah and his messenger have uh, given salah and that is by doing what offering it ensuring that we are aware of the ahkam of Tahara purification and the ahkam of salah revising them every now and then it should not be that I'm praying 40 years and the same dua that I learned when I was six in madrasa, it is the same dua I'm still saying today. Yes, the dua is good, but ulama say in order to increase your concentration, you need to vary the surahs that you read, the dua that you read, the length of your prayer, you know, sometimes short, sometimes a little bit longer. In order to do what? To stay engaged mentally, or else if you just, you know, routine and a few words that you've memorized, then it is always the same thing. Then it is very difficult for the mind to, to concentrate and we need to speak about it and enjoin it upon our family members to speak of its importance so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the person who has salah in his life regardless of their situation whether uh, we talk about physical or materialistic or even spiritual even if they are in the worst state they are sinning this is a great trick of shaitan that you are committing sin how how are you going to pray Wait until you stop sinning, and then start to pray. This is what? <laughs> False logic. No, you pray and you sin, while you are sinning. Why? Because at, at the very minimum, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive some of your sin through Salah. And then eventually, Salah will enable you to stop sinning. If you do not have Salah in your life, you do not have the will or the capability to stop sinning. It will not come. You will not wake up just one day and it will go away. No, because we are creatures of habit. And something that you've become accustomed to is very difficult to separate from your life unless you have something and that is the connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we give it its importance. Um, and just a few words, yet we, uh, you know, our Muslim Ummah is facing uh, yet another trial with what is happening in uh, Afghanistan. Um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows Amen. whether... There is blessing in it, or there is uh, harm in it. Uh, we make judgment in accordance to the information that we see, and our experience, and our understanding. But ultimately, Allah has wisdom, and, he has, and, uh, and, and we say this in all situations. Whenever we see our brothers and sisters who are suffering in the Muslim world, or any human being who is suffering in the world, yes, it pains us. It is difficult for us. We make dua for them. But ultimately we have to know that in everything there is mercy from Allah. And there is the wisdom of Allah. And there is the knowledge of what is to come. That is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring uh, safety and security um, for them. uh, And also other Muslim brothers and sisters who are suffering uh, all over the world.